This is Cinema Architects, where four future architects sit down and design an awesome movie plot. I believe so, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, we can do adult film later. We will do it. Welcome to Cinema Architects, everybody. I'm Robbie. I'm Austin. And I'm Josh. And, man, one day we'll get Nate back in here on a regular basis, I swear. We'll try. But today... Um, we're going to make another horror film, ostensibly, and the progenitor of this idea is me. Seems Go like figure. I'm all full of horror ideas. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a wager that that sentence was the scariest part of this episode. That there just it so was many, Robbie's idea. Was no <laughs> <laughs> there just too many big words? <laughs> so many big words. That oh, I'm sorry. I could feel my, th- my pocket thesaurus quivering. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that a thesaurus in your pocket? Or? <laughs> Open me. <laughs> oh, yes, it is. And no yes, room. I am happy to see you. Okay. And I'm happy to see you too, Austin. Oh, thanks. <laughs> okay. My dictionary is rumbling for you. Mm. <laughs> Why don't I just Fuck, get, I get I right can't think of idea. any more like <laughs> dictionary like euphemisms. Uh, something, something. Rhyming dictionary. Encyclopedia <laughs> dictionary. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good what was that? Sorry, encyclopedia dick joke. I don't know. Yeah, it's like it's, it's all I got. Like the penis. <laughs> Encyclopenis, and that's the name of the episode. No. Um, so here's the basic premise. Let me lay it out for you. Um, and it's based on a, a real life experience that I had. I was surveying a. Uh, basically a chunk of a strip mall a little while back uh, as part of my job, not just for fun. And uh, it was basically an old, like, commercial bar and grill chain type of place. And um, so think, like, Applebee's, Chili's, TGI Friday's, something like that. And um, so I'm, like, going through it, and I was there for a very long time to the point that it got dark out. And if if you've ever been inside an abandoned bar and grill... Uh, which I imagine many of you haven't. It's very spooky, especially with all the lights off. I'm sorry. Are we losing it over here? Should I just? Say I am. It? I didn't want to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> if you've ever am, been am inside just... an abandoned bar and grill, <laughs> I'm dancing. I mean, it it's too much, just such I? a dance that you, you're, you've stuck each step so well. Like there's no there's no cracking at all. Like you've you've done all the steps very well. There's just something amusing about about the intentional bar and grill. It's not a euphemism. It's like this was it's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the point of all of this is very spooky and I you know, I would turn around and I would see lots of human-like figures that weren't actually there because it's like you know, there was actually like a copper statue of like these kids pulling a wagon outside, and I would like get it in pr- my peripheral vision. I'd be like, oh, oh, oh. it's just creepy kids <laughs> pulling a wagon, and they're mm-hmm. frozen in time. Um, so, the, I mean, that's also a creepy thought to think about, right? Statues are just frozen in time. Yeah, it's um, probably a creepy statue. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, I'm so, sorry. Did you say copper or bronze? A copper. So Probab- is it, oh, you is know, it's it, probably bronze, though. Yeah, I was going to say, like, is it green yet? It's green, yeah. That's oh, well, oh that'd be copper. Then it's copper, yeah. Well, bronze statues go green, too, though, don't they? Do they? I mean... Does H- bronze go green? H- club. It's an, it's an alloy of copper and iron, I, I think, so yes. I just don't know enough to dispute Fuck, it. I don't know that either. <laughs> 
Tell you, but tell one of you Google that while I yeah uh, I'm doing take it. this and I'll uh, set up stupid, the Twitter poll. Stupid idea, audience. Let us know <laughs> for <laughs> landing all those Twitter polls we do. Um, <laughs> Shut up! I'm getting to it. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh-huh. What if though it was a horror movie set in an abandoned oh, strip yeah. mall? Like sorry, that? sorry, sorry. Son no, of a bitch. no, I already have it. And because this is the fucking internet, <laughs> we can get it right away. So bronze is an alloy consisting primarily of copper. Well, what do you know? Sure. Yeah. Who so, was right? Wow, you are actually right. <laughs> this has right. been the Cinema Architect Science Corner <laughs> with Austin. Uh, it, Josh, what are you looking up? I was just looking at oxidized bronze. Oh, okay. Uh, but I can say, to put the uh, final point on this, I'm green with envy of your scientific knowledge. <laughs> cool, thanks. It was a random trivia fact that I've somehow retained. Um, so... The movie premise is what so. It, were your science class, <laughs> were your science classes trivia credits? Is that what you're getting at? Yeah. Yep. You need twelve trivia credits to graduate. Did you Did you ever play trivia crack? Yeah, I did. that was that was yeah, that was real popular okay. there for. I always got the a hot sack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I do apologize for cutting you off, but I did. Want to any other questions you wanted to come with my way with with any of those? Uh, I won't know until you start talking. Yeah. So the idea of the movie is. What if um, you were trapped in like a, a mall tenant space hmm. um, in like probably during the night and you couldn't get out and creepy shit started happening? And that's all I got. No, I think that we should do your specific uh, thing, though, like okay. your, your specific encounter, because we're we are also art. Okay, aspiring architects. Sorry, AIA, because I can't fucking say that. Did you get a letter, too? (laughs) Yeah, I did. They listen, though. The point is that they listen. That's what I took away from the letter. Right, yeah. I was like, hey, thanks, guys. Wait, what? Oh, I got a letter saying, we listen to your podcast. You can't call yourself an architect. Right. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe do a rom-com. Was the... Was, was, yeah. At the end, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, AIA. Anywho, we're aspiring architects, so I think that your experience should be in there. So what if it was my experience but worse? Yeah, like actual like horror. Yeah, I mean, not... Well, unless, I don't know, maybe we find out that it was just all you. Because you a dummy. Great. (laughs) Maybe he's not a dummy. Yeah, maybe Maybe. I'm not a dummy, (laughs) Justin. Fucking Austin. How about that? Um... (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say maybe this movie is called Dead by Design. Oh my it's gosh. like you trying to, I don't know. Design you're just psycho and you're trying to, trying to like test your test your metal, test your knowledge. So you've created this contraption to kill yourself. But you don't you know? find that out until the end, and the, the, like the whole movie, you think I'm just an unwitting protagonist. Yeah, you see yourself triumphant. I did it. It tricked you. And then it pans down and you tricked yourself and you're like in a couple bear traps. <laughs> bleeding out or something. A couple bear traps bleeding out. <laughs> with a broken I finally forearm. tricked you, fool. <laughs> no, that doesn't. Robbie v. Robbie. <laughs> Rob on Rob. Rob on Rob. <laughs> he really robbed me the wrong way. Uh-huh. I'm going to save that for the adult episode as well. Right. Robbed so, me the wrong way. Mm, that should be uh-huh. the title of this one, too. <laughs> there should be two. <laughs> Robbed of life. Oh. Robbed lie. Field. <laughs> oh. 
So, so our protagonist's name is Bob. Then no, correct. Yeah, no. Yes, that's awful. Yes, make it Fred or something. Nah, Bob. No, gosh, <laughs> Skip. Skip is better. LeBron. Even. Okay. <laughs> Bobby Skip. <laughs> is that one name? Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Literally, Bob. Oh, that's Skip. so bad. <laughs> Just like a caricature, like right away. Like it sounds like f- two fine names or something, but Bobby Skip. <laughs> Bobby Skip. Bobby Skip. How about, how about, how about Clarence Skip in quotations, of course? <laughs> Jerusa. Ju- I don't know. Jerusa. I don't know the fucking last name. <laughs> I'm just. It has to be Clint, about- <laughs> Clint quotations the blade. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yes. Uh, why Barnsfeld. Why Jeruso? No, Caruso. It, it why not, sounded like no, you were no, going for Jeruso. Why not Clarence Caruso? I was, honestly, kind of cool. I was going to say Thomas, but I'm like, no. Because that's can't. my middle name. Right. No, because Clarence Thomas. Oh. From the Supreme Court. Okay. Yeah, I was. I, I was, thought you were saying instead of Clarence, it would be Thomas. No, 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 no. Clarence, Skip, and Thomas. Good pull. Wow. <laughs> but then I didn't go with Thomas, and I don't know why. The first thing I thought of was Jeruso. Okay. <laughs> I don't know Jerusa. what goes on in my brain. It just happens. <laughs> All right. Well, it's got to be Jeruso. Yeah. What about Jake? Jake Jeruso. Jake? I just like the I like the alliteration, yeah. 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 A lot of writers don't, but we do. Yeah. So oh great. yeah. Who doesn't? Skip would also work. Skip Jeruso. Yeah. I mean, I like yeah. it. I like it all. Jake Jeruso, Skip Jeruso. Jake, Jake Skip, Skip Jeruso. Yeah. Cool. Why is he called Skip? We're not going to explain that in yeah, this movie. Yeah, <laughs> of course not. That could be for the origin story. <laughs> That's the real horror. <laughs> why he's called, why skip. he's called skip yeah <laughs> maybe maybe that's a flashback in it that's the bates motel to this film there's gonna be an origin series right oh, right sure, sure, sure. right 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 and it's just called skip skip hotel no, no just skip. No, no just skip <clears throat> god or just jeruso it just oh that's a prequel yeah jeruso jeruso Lim. The prequel to the hit horror film. And there'll be like seven of whatever these are. And then they'll be like, okay, they're finally done with them. And then they'll come out with Jeruso, which will mm. be the prequel. And they'll be like, damn it. Right. There Is that go. a movie or a series? A TV show? I think that's the TV show. Yeah. Okay. Jeruso would be the TV show? Jeruso Lim. Oh, I get it. Okay. Thank you. Um,. <laughs> I do think the TV promo is going to say you won't want to skip this episode. Uh, every time. Every, every single yes. time. All right. But they'll accentuate it differently. You won't want to skip this episode. You won't want to skip this episode. There you go. There you go. You won't want to skip this skip episode. No, no, no. The <laughs> emphasis should be on skip. You no, but they're going to do it differently every time. You oh, okay. won't want to skip okay. this episode. Okay. Got you. Okay. You won't want to skip this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, we've, okay. we've designed the series uh, we've leading designed up to this how, movie. What's going to actually happen in this movie? I, okay. Yeah. So, I, first of all, I'd like to say I like I, I kind of like the idea of that. Like, it's it's a little like weird, but the the whole like twist that like somehow the main character is involved in contriving this whole thing in the first place. Sure. So, like, maybe not bear traps. 
No, not bear traps. No, certainly not bear traps. Okay, so yeah, we end up finding out that he's actually the antagonist as well as the protagonist. Right. I was going to ask what uh, forces we want in this movie. Well, I'm thinking... Psychological, supernatural... I want to say it's a lot of psychological... Yeah. um, So it's not ghosts. But I think that he thinks it is. Maybe like a ton of implications of it, but it's never truly shown. Right. That could be... Because I think... In the past, we have done, like, like, and these are the scary monster beings, and, like, that was always fun. But, like, whenever we've tried horror stuff, hmm. but in this case, we could just keep it all implicit. Right. Okay. And so, I, but it's also not psycho people? No. I think... I, mm, hmm. Hmm. Like, it, people playing some sort of ruse. On our I mean, cake. I think that he is psychotic if he doesn't yeah, I, I know Yeah, I think he's, he's got... He's got Maybe he's been working a lot of like 60, 70 hour weeks. Right. He's finally snapped. I right. think it, having some sort of psycho to play a, a much more minor role might not be bad, though, just be, to have a believable force that sets things off. Well, no, I think I was thinking that the force that we all think is the antagonist. I don't know why. Antagonist? Yeah, I don't know why the fuck I couldn't say that. Pulse said the F bomb twice in this episode. <sighs> Explicit. We're just earning that heat. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. Fuckity. Fuck. Fuck. Often my parents listen to this. <laughs> you know, mine do too. <laughs> I'm sorry, mom. <laughs> so I at was, least when I drop it, it's organically woven <laughs> into the fabric of the conversation. <laughs> mine usually is too. Okay. <laughs> so I was thinking that we think the antagonist is his boss because he is just on him about getting the task done you know like we think the reason that he's there is because his boss just wants him to do because he keeps calling his boss he's just like these things are happening like i don't want to be here right now no you need to get this job done like you need to stay there you need to do all these things you know and he's like i don't want to like there's somebody out there there's somebody out there he's gonna kill me or whatever and like shut up like don't get into that basement right take those dimensions right Uh exactly like the lights are off. I don't care. We'll reimburse you if you step in, step into ectoplasm. <laughs> Just do it. Do it, Jake. I'm not gonna call you Skip because I don't know you that well. Right, right. Goodbye. Right. <laughs> Question. Yeah. Is he? So is Jake the only one we see? Yes. I feel like that's that. That could be good, and I, I don't know. Maybe you see like the shadows of some jackass psychos out there or something but never actually see them do we do this do we we do we go the shining route where there are secondary characters that aren't actually there like the bartender like the bartender Mm -hmm. yes i mean it would probably serve to break up the solo action of it and i think we do it in a way that we believe that it's not ghosts like somebody just comes in you know to the yeah like we find out that the door, the front door is locked the whole time. Uh-huh. But during it, there's a couple people that go through that door mm-hmm. like it's open. Mm. Is there a bell? Because that'd be yeah. creepy. Yes, oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, for good. sure. That's exactly what I was thinking. It should be one also, of those two bell systems. So when you open the vestibule door or the front door, 
it goes, and then you open the vestibule door, it goes, and in and out. And kind of play into that. And so, so you hear so people you come, the audience you can tell people are coming in without seeing it, and you can tell that someone's leaving without seeing it. Ah. And then that's we should do it in like yeah. the dear DS era. I think that's what it is. Like the dun, 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 dun. In all like, in music, that's the universal symbol of doom and gloom. <laughs> Those notes. Dun, 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 dun. Oh. Oh. But like, I mean, we don't have to actually no, go dun, dun. 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 It could dun, be like dun, dun dun, and then as they're going out dun dun, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. subtle things, subtle things right. like that. Yeah, nice little Easter egg there. Yeah. Dude. By the <laughs> way, I would like just because I'm a slick stickler for details. I would also like to have it so like, it's those kind like it's it's like a very old building that they put things in, and that's why, you know, they don't have modern doors or whatever. Where like sure. you know, no matter what, if you're on the inside, you can get out. Kind of door hardware kind of stuff. Hmm. Um, because we're architects. Mm-hmm. And, and the vestibule is right. also not that seven foot minimum, but you really want nine to ten. Yeah, yeah. we make sure the audience knows that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it is seven foot minimum, right? I don't. That's kind know. of the code minimum. <laughs> I mean, I think that's just it's nice. To, I don't think they're. I thought nine to ten was the nice. Seven was the minimum. That yeah. that was my I guess. Made a vestibule for a long time for a certain volume. Right. Right, really into the weeds here, but I think that's important for this film. Well, I think, okay. I mean, I think there has to be a pause between notes. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh, you mean yep. like okay? It's, okay. Uh, and then maybe my... it seems like it's getting stretched at some point in the movie because it's Ooh, shit's getting crazy. Right. And it takes a long time for one note and then the other. <laughs> right. like, Ooh, I happening? like that. Yes, I like that. Yep. Right? That's yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, I was going to say <laughs> to. T- to tie it back to the measurement of this vestibule, I was going to say, what if that's like six, six feet, three inches? Oh. And so as he goes through measuring this building, he goes to another room and it's six, three, six, three. He's like, wait a second, this looks familiar. And there's like this weird secular thing where now he's in the vestibule, but it's within the building. Like a weird, like he's traveling into a building within a building within a, and it's just like this weird tunneling effect. Does that make any sense? Like in a really I'm creepy- trying to wrap my r- mind around it. So it's like they're... by going deeper into this bar and grill. Right. Yeah. He's, right. <laughs> right. he's now entered the same space he was just within that is now within this dark, dingy bar and grill. Okay. It's like he's okay, going so within he's... the building again. Right. But it's within this facility. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, so it's it's a vestibule within the space within the vestibule. Yeah, but he thinks it's like the same vestibule. Right. And so we, uh, we I mean, you kind of make it seem like it's the same vestibule, but it's covered in spider webs and dust and like it's really creepy and weird. And maybe there's the little newspaper rack and we'll set it in Minneapolis so there's lavender and right. city pages. and <laughs> Right. Other- well, I think I think that we show it on the screen is the way that he perceives it into where then the next space is the space that he's already been in. And he's just like, what the fuck? Like mm, I was, okay. I was just yeah. in here and it's just, it gets, we go deeper and deeper down the rabbit hole. Sure. Mm. And I think the space also changes. I actually, I think the space starts out how it's, differently than how it is in the real world. I think the space looks a lot grungier. It looks a lot older than it actually is. And then at the end of the film, when we finally get the reveal, 
It's much nicer. It's it's much nicer. It's just a regular bar and grill. Right, right, right. Like what would you what you would expect if they had moved out like a month ago or something? Right, right. It's just a bar and grill. You know, you're so just like oh, we're damn kind it! Of- <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> ruined everything, Austin. <laughs> I've tried so hard. Josh, to bleep that out. <laughs> we're getting sorry. <laughs> sorry. Would you like here? Wait, wait, wait. Bar and grill. So now you can put that in there in that place, yeah. yeah. Bar and grill. <laughs> now it's just a bar and grill. <laughs> Local three-star restaurant. Uh, I was going three to say... two-star, maybe. Whatever. Not important. We can decide on the star factor later. Maybe we'll do a Twitter poll. Five different options. Austin, get on that Twitter poll. Uh, that's two for this episode. That's amazing. <laughs> I was going to say this could be a metaphysical psychological thing. I mean, where we we are actually a metaphysical thing in which we are actually like going into weird separate spaces. Mm-hmm. It could be psychological where it's the same space, but he's just kind of losing it. Or I was going to say it could just be like a two sided freezer that he thinks is the vestibule and he's just walking around. He's just creeped out. So it's like this freezer that's in the center. Right. He goes from one dining area to another dining area. So it looks the same, but oh. but different. Mm. What a weird layout! I like it. Yeah, but, no, but it's super like, weird. But but the thing is, is he there are there are ways to get into that second dining room. But the way that he went is just really weird. Yeah, he just went the weird. way. He went the weird way. So he's thinking that there's like a whole other world that he went through because he went through the freaking uh, freezer uh-huh. when really like. It's just a hallway outside that you go through, you know, to okay. get to that second. But right. he doesn't know that. And then maybe one of the secret rooms, like he thinks there's a secret, mysterious room. There's a weird glow. I mean, we know it. We know it as the rental room where you have parties and mm. birthday parties. And, <laughs> oh, and, yeah. And magic tournaments. And he, <laughs> right. but he okay. thinks like, what the, what the frick is this? Because it just has like a weird, different vibe. Yeah, kind of isolated. There's a bit of a glow. Maybe it's just a lamp. Right. It's got its own he can't bar. Find it. <gasps> That's where the bartender shows up. Can he faintly hear sounds of mingling or anything? Or hmm. is that weird? Is that is that too 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 uh, shining esque? Is it is it too? I don't know. I don't know. Obvious. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like a lot of this is going to have to do with the space. Yeah, I mean, I think the actual architecture takes a role oh, in yeah. this. I, th- film. I think what we've done is we've made this space as like the the second character in this. Right. Show. Yep. Right. Yeah. So maybe I. I mean, I. Th- I still like the idea of just like mirages coming into these spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I think a, the the biggest part about it is just the fact that he just thinks the space is never ending. Okay, yeah. Sure. Which, I mean, goes harkens back to the fact that he's worked 90-hour weeks every week, and he just he thinks this is never-ending. Mm. And then we, as the audience, just, like, we're like, oh, shit, like, he is in this haunted house. But then we realize it's just, like, he just is, thinks this is never going to end, and the only way to get out of it is ending his own life. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. That's intense. <laughs> uh, I'm just, I mean, 
That's a good moral. I'm, I've, moral I'm just so used to being <laughs> treated so warmly in a bar and grill that this is. <laughs> I'm having. I mean, when you're when I go there, it's like when I'm there, I'm family. You're you know? family. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are some of the details that you think we're missing from your bar and grill experience? <laughs> I I love what we've done with the space as a character. I would also like to maybe flesh out kind of the more explicit like spooky apparition type of stuff that mm-hmm. happens, you know, l- like, like kind of down the same Avenue as turning around and seeing that creepy statue outside the window. Right. I think there's a girl. I think the first character to come in is this random girl that comes through the door. And he's just like, what are you, what are you doing here? Like, who are you? You know, mm. pretty young. Mm-hmm. I would say okay. seven, seven or eight. Ooh, that's a spooky age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Prime spook. Yep. She's... I have a, uh, an old oh. school photo Yeah, we can put on our Twitter <laughs> yes. as evidence of that spookiness. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, Josh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think she comes in and she's carrying, or she has a wagon behind her oh. and she's, she's rolling in cookies maybe maybe uh, there, she's I think a girl like a scout. dog in there or something oh a dog yeah there you go that was what was it a dog or a stuffed a creepy stuffed animal or oh, something yeah. yeah yeah like she's an old just, one like a like a 50 stuffed animal right. so it looks real like weird and gross because that's what 50 stuffed animals right like. right <laughs> like old i'm thinking like winnie the pooh mm. type shit mm-hmm. yeah except the new ones did you see christopher robin the, the like preview? The, the preview yeah they're adorable. Every, like they, they, they got they the old feel, but they're also adorable. Mm. But anywho, Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> General Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great meme out there. If you uh, want to look it up. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so I think I think that's the first aberration that comes in. Um, he's just like because. He's at this point. He's still like very much so sane, and he like. And I would say it's it's later in the day, so not like really weird that this random little girl is coming in at the middle of the night. It's like oh oh. So it's like sunset. No no no. Like this is like five o'clock probably. So he's just like oh like this is this is weird. I was gonna say maybe one of the tenants of the strip mall is a Girl Scout troop. Or the Girl Scout HQ for this town. Oh, okay. And, I mean, that would explain it. I mean, if right. he's there after school. Right. It would make sense for Girl Scouts to to meet there and do their rituals. And uh, <laughs> one of them accidentally <laughs> scoot on over. They're, they're Welcome to new tenant. Girl Scout rituals. <laughs> so, yeah. okay, so is she real then? Is this, is this oh, is a she real? real character? For some reason, I thought we were still kind of making I, making real-life excuses for... Yeah, I some funky stuff. Honestly, personally, I'd kind of like it if it were like just at sunset, so it's not dark and like totally dark yet. But like you could see what like a kid, a kid would still be around out around sunset in the middle of summer or something. Especially right? if there's a meeting right next door. Right, exactly. right. Okay, so it, it makes so there's an excuse for in his mind that this isn't weird, mm-hmm. but she's exactly. not real. Yep, yeah. she might. Yeah, okay, Maybe she's not, yeah. okay, because he. Because, I mean, she's coming from his mind, and his mind already knows that they're 
is a Girl Scout meeting place arena. Maybe Girl Scout Scout arena. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's... Welcome to Thunderbow. (laughs) (laughs) There's probably, like, an establishing shot just, like, showing some of the other tenants in the, like, strip mall. Right, like he's walking in and he's going into the space. Like, you know, he looks over and he sees the Girl Scout space or something. Yeah. Among other places. And that's a nice opening scene to show that he's already tired. Like, it's the afternoon, like... He literally he should be done with work, but he's going to go do more work, mm, mm-hmm. and so he's just like, ugh. See, I was I was gonna suggest that maybe we start with him having a late lunch, and so he, I mean he's just so hungry he ends up buying Girl Scout cookies. Mm, okay, mm-hmm. I don't. Know. But so he like goes up, and grabs them, and then like what, then gets we, into the or maybe it's a dinner. Starts, okay. I mean, you could still. So it's. I mean, he has an early dinner. Maybe someone. So he's kind of outside and just getting out of the kind of the dark, dingy bar and grill, eating outside. Oh, I'm still hungry. Girl Scout cookies. Eats them. And then he goes back in to do more work. Right. Okay. So mm-hmm. this Girl Scout is real then. I mean, there's a real Girl Scout. But not in Maybe the, it's not the not same the girl. Building. The one right, that so shows later, up in the building. Right, when we... Oh, okay. The fake one. Oh, yeah. that's, this is just setting up. This sure. is setting up that there are Girl Scouts around. Mm-hmm. Got you. Yeah. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. I imagine you could create a similar cast of characters with other people he's interacted with. Maybe an, an Uber Eats driver. Uh, maybe the, the property manager happens to... Oh, you're staying late today? Oh, I mean, that would be a good way to explain mm-hmm. why he's there at that time. Oh, you've been working so hard. You're still staying late, huh? Like, yeah, gotta, gotta get it done. You know me. It's it's me, Skip. Doing the work. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I never like skip that. work. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they always say to me specifically. So here I am. <laughs> I know. I, I like that. Okay. So the cast of characters that come in later that are not real are based on real characters that he met earlier yeah Yeah. that explains a lot and then he himself doesn't think they're so weird but the conversations that they have with him are slowly making him more insane yeah they just kind of become bizarre right maybe some of the people are just like cast shadows so maybe it's the property manager and maybe she's a bigger woman you kind of kind of recognize the silhouette it could be some freaky demon. Like her face could just be really long, going all the way down into her chins or something. Ugh. Yeah. Or you just get the faint whisper. Right, there. you get the, yeah. So but it doesn't it, necessarily have to I be. I kind of like silhouette conversations happening once or twice, so that's, that's yeah. kind of a cool device. Yeah. Because you wouldn't have like, you're not really contacting a person at that point. It's just like a weird, like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they like get they get weirder the and weirder, yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, and again, I think that they're chipping. I know that you guys say that wasn't tense or whatever, but I think they start chipping away at his psyche, and they're just like, I mean, why why go through this? Like, this isn't life. Mm. Maybe maybe you should just just end it. No, not so, like on that. On that okay, note, we're gonna need to do a lot more. To- yeah, that's the thing. The like, that's what is the climax? I think that's how we wrap up this story. Okay. Oh, I mean, I don't know if he actually kills himself, but I think he attempts. I, I think. I mean, like you said, like he wakes up with a, not necessarily bear traps on his legs, <laughs> but like I don't know, maybe a noose is there, and he just finally snapped out of it, you know, or something. 
Ooh. I don't know. What if? What if he gets locked in an old piece of equipment? Like an old walk-in freezer that's so old it doesn't have the safety. Or like, oh, or okay, consider this. That is one option I, I like a lot. Or another one is like warming racks or something for like hot food. Except the heat's getting cranked way up in there. So, fire or ice. Take your pick. We're going to play a game tonight. <laughs> oh, no. I guess it depends on how we want to play the timing of the climax. Mm. The warming ovens would make things happen pretty quick. Cool. I don't know if, well. Depends on would how. Would you kill yourself if you were in a warming rack? How how do warming racks get? I don't know. I, I you would, would die within a day, I imagine. Mm. You would dehydrate very quickly. Get real or crispy. like maybe, you know. Maybe it's malfunctioning and it can get way hotter, and mm. that would make things go pretty quick. Who knows? But the walk-in freezer bit could be cool too. Yeah, I mean that one like, would like you know. And then like eventually he gets unconscious, and then after he gets unconscious, the power kicks off, like it shuts off, and then that's how he can wake up in the morning or something. And when the power shuts off, because yeah, then it's because then it's not cold anymore, and then he can wake up, and then. Somehow undo the safety latch because maybe it's powered. I don't freaking know. And is he dying at the end of bada this? Bing, bada bing, bada boomy. Do, do, do we even know? I, I don't know. Maybe yeah, we, we just leave him. That, maybe yeah. Maybe we like he he goes into the freezer. I don't know why these things would be on if this is decommissioned. But whatever. Well, what I wasn't even necessarily thinking the freezer was on. Okay. I was just thinking it was there, and it's so old that there's no safety. He he just can't get out. Mm. Right, but I mean, I guess if it's not on, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna be thinking about suffocating. He's gonna, right. Maybe someone would come help him, but I'm wondering how we could that set might that be up better to where if it's just maybe it's a long weekend, realistic. going into like a Memorial Day sort of weekend, a little on the nose, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Because uh, then nobody's going to be around. Right. Nobody's for, going to be around. So we mm-hmm. we established that earlier. Okay. So yeah, he gets. So what he he locks himself in intentionally, intentionally locks. I think he intentionally locks himself in. Okay, yeah. Because otherwise, it's like then he just got locked and he's in a room by himself, <laughs> sure. and then it's like, could we uh, do some oh, shadow? Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say if he if it's intentional, maybe he goes in there and busts the safety latch or something, so he knows he can't get out, and that's how he intends to kill himself. Just slow and horrible. <laughs> Right, and we don't know if he lives. Well, we'd find out in the second movie, obviously, that of course. he lives. Yep. But I mean. <laughs> Money, baby. Right, right. I smell a franchise. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought, I thought this was the snapping point that made him decide if he wanted to live or not. That's what I thought this was. Oh, no, no. I thought that he's established that already. And this is the way he makes the ultimate decision? Yeah, that's what I, that's what I thought. And also, I'm retracting, like, the whole, like, the aberrations are, I mean, they're slowly getting him to consider it, but they don't outright say it. Like, Oh, it, sure. Like, but... Kill yourself. Right. <laughs> but, I mean, even, like, it's very, very, very subtle. Like, it, it's just like, it's just, you, you've been doing this for a while. Like, why, why do you keep doing this to yourself? You know, like, th- like, very subtle... Subtle things, which also gets back to the fact that, you know, when you you look back at conversations with people who 
mm-hmm. have are depressed or whatever, and you think like, oh, I never saw that or whatever, and then you realize like your conversations with them probably didn't help, you know? Yikes! Yeah. Oh, I guess I don't have that. Yeah, not, I don't have that guilt. Nope. <laughs> Something you want to put lay out on Mike here, Austin, or anything? No, I have no. No, okay. I'm. Do just, we need I'm to make a saying. spinoff podcast in which we? <laughs> I am just openly wait, discuss oh some God. of these things. Uh, uh, no, we lay bare Austin's oh sins God. in a in a safe healing. <laughs> I am just saying that people need to use their words. Available on Stitcher, Apple oh Podcast, and wherever you get your podcast. You're right. People need to people need yeah. to use their words more carefully and not be assholes. I don't know. Sure. Yeah, yeah. That's all I was getting at. Yeah, I wasn't necessarily getting at the ultimate choice. I'm just saying, people that are depressed in general. God. So, so, so he is this how it happens then? He's like, I, I guess I'm just gonna lie down here and die. And he goes into the freezer and busts off the lock, and that's the end of the movie. I don't know. And maybe, maybe Josh is right in the fact that may, he ha, maybe he hasn't made that ultimate decision yet. But this is like this is where it, it, it it's happening. You know, in this room. It's just him. It's very small. Oh. And he's wrestling with himself. Idea. I don't know. So maybe instead of, maybe we truncate it a little bit. Instead of all of that, we just have the last of it, like, he's kind of, like, looking around and, like, you see the set pieces of the movie where, like, those conversations happened, right? Like the, like, lit up side of the freezer door or something where he saw, an, like, an apparition, uh, like ghost or something and like you know the the front entrance where he saw the girl scout ghost thing come in and then um it just like the last shot of the movie is like a like a close-up of like the the like safety latch or something and it just busts it off and then that's the end and it like that's the credits right nice yeah i was gonna say maybe we can establish a lot of this earlier in the movie where he's just making a bunch of sick jokes like ah kill me now Stuff like, I mean, maybe a little more subtle. Sure, but not sure. necessarily more subtle. Like, ah, uh, end my life. I'll I'll or, be doing this till I die. Stuff like, yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Like he's just, it's just beating on him that he's working yeah. so hard and that he's just. It becomes like, very self-deprecating. Yeah, so right. a self-fulfilling prophecy. A little, little bit, right? Yeah. I uh, I was kind of chuckling there while you were describing the the shots of the of the space after he locks himself in. And I just couldn't, couldn't stop imagining a, a biopic style ending where we see the, the real photo of the person and what they're doing now. <laughs> you know, instead of the set fridge, it's, it's the real fridge from your experience at a bar and grill. <laughs> oh my <laughs> it's God. The real, oh my God. It, Rob, it's a real Rob. fridge. <laughs> Cause it's based on a true story. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, that fridge is. Robbie Darling is doing okay. You didn't. You didn't actually go into the fridge, which is good. <laughs> well, I did. I had walked in. I had to get the measurements. It was a walk-in freezer. Frigidaire was able to be refurbished by. I'm a, still here. <laughs> a, a boutique deli in downtown Minneapolis. <laughs> Made it out of there. I just could not. I just. I was imagining like fridge stool lamp. <laughs> just all that. I just couldn't. Oh, uh, you're thinking like, and the lamp was sold for $30 on eBay. Right, stuff like that. Well, I mean, it's the lamp that cast a super creepy shadow. Right. You know, it's like the character, because 
the building is the character, right? Yeah. Right. So right. the fridge is kind of a character that we, you know, we. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just kind the of. The fridge didn't do nothing wrong. <laughs> it ain't did it nothing wrong. <laughs> it was finally acquitted in 2017. And... <laughs> All right. Let's, um, let's maybe wrap this up and cast it, huh? Yeah. Let's do it. Cool. Cue that music. And we're back, ready to cast. Should I start? Because I've got Skip. Okay. Um, it's real easy. I cast Gary Sinise. Okay, that is easy. Yep. Who the, is that? Um, main guy on uh, CSI New York? Is that the one? I don't know. I think that's right. I don't know, but that sounds like blockbuster material. <laughs> I think he's like the bad guy <laughs> in Speed. Oh. Um, yeah. Nice. He's a he's a real uh, versatile guy. He plays lots of bad guys in movies, actually. He's been around. Let me pull up his, his IMDb. Yeah, like, just you, like, just pull um, up a pick. I probably should know. And honestly, you know, once you pull up a pick, I'll probably be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, why did you pick him for our strung out architectural designer who's been working 60 to 90 weeks? Because I think he can fulfill that role pretty well. I don't know. He, he like he could be. He seems like he could be both experienced and good at his job, as well as freaking haggard and and worked to the bone. Sure. You know what I mean? Ooh, like, worked to the bone. Title of our adult star. <laughs> um, um, oh, he's he's Lieutenant Dan and Forrest Gump. Sure. That's one that everyone can relate to when they're listening to this. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them. Now, yep. I'm. I do want to reconcile something here. I was imagining that this firm, the firm that Skip works for, would perhaps send a younger uh, member of their team. That's what I was also thinking. Gary Sinise is, frankly, partner material. Partner material? Yeah, he I mean, he partner seems... or... I mean, he's a little old. And my backup was just Jake Gyllenhaal, because you said that before. So. Sure. I mean, we were all thinking it. Yeah, we kind of were, yeah. Talk about a <laughs> sexy cast. mm Mm. <laughs> well, with that very penetrating thought, <laughs> uh, who's next? <laughs> I can go if that if that's okay with you. Come at me. Okay, so I cast the waitress that ends up serving him at his like very late dinner. Brenner. Brenner. I don't know. Maybe he has eggs. Maybe. I don't know. They don't they don't serve eggs that late. Okay. No. And what especially this mince? character, she's not gonna take shit like that. She's a fucking fancy Jimmy John's. No yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe no. a minced dinner? Midnight snack dinner? <laughs> sure. A minced dinner. Anywho, she's at she's she's at the closing shift or whatever, and then she comes back and she's pretty creepy. And I cast <laughs> Emmy Rossum. Yeah. She is in Shameless. Also, I was just watching yeah. The Phantom of the Opera last is night. Is she like the main girl in Shameless? Mm-hmm. She is. Okay. Yep, yep. And she's in The Phantom of the Opera. Um, I believe she's also the main character in Beautiful Creatures. But she was also in nice. A Stupid and Futile Gesture. Oh. A Netflix oh. original that I think you guys should watch. I, I will. Put it on oh, the, yeah. put it on the list oh, on that the we list will not go. post. Put it on the list. 
so yeah, so that, I mean, I think, I mean, she definitely can do like waitress, doesn't put up with any shit or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. but I think that she can also be kind of compassionate. But I think if you also like did her face up pretty ghoulishly, she can do creepy oh, pretty yeah. well. She's got, she, she can do a blank stare. She's got to make her pretty a damn well. ghoulish. Yeah. It's number three on the list. I've mentioned it before. <laughs> Oops. That's all right. <laughs> I haven't watched any of the other ones on here. Like Titanic. Ah, freaking Titanic. Or Airbud Golden Retriever. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, what do you have for us? Well, I cast... Uh, let's see how I can describe it. The role, I imagine, is it just got to be steely cold. Uh, downright, I mean, a frigid performance. Mm. I mean, the audience is going to shake in their seats. Um, yeah, here it comes. I mean, there's, I think, I think, I think this role, um, does a great job condensing mm. a lot of the tensions of the film mm-hmm. and, and really, really tightening, really tightening and, and containing a lot of the themes, uh, that we're, that we're working with. Austin is really struggling. Yeah. He's losing it over there. <laughs> uh, I don't know what his problem is. I cast the fridge. <laughs> I cast frigid air as the fridge. Ugh. And let me explain. Like oh, I mean, I've already, I've already explained why. Uh, I think uh. you'll all agree with me, <laughs> listeners, that frigid air is a quality product. It was between that and a Samsung smart fridge. Yeah, I was Maybe the smart fridge. Okay. I think Frigidaire makes walk-in. I think they make some commercial products. I could be mistaken. There's there's a Samsung one also? Well, I think Samsung makes some nice smart fridges, which would tweet, Need milk! (laughs) At you. It would slip into your DMs. Uh, Yes, but this would... I mean, my thought was Samsung would perhaps slip into Gary Sinise Skip's DMs. Need air! Because Skip would need air, not milk. Right. But this is an older bar and grill. Probably don't have a Samsung smart TV. Well, That's also yeah, like a consumer level product, not exactly. a exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would imagine Frigidaire makes some walk-ins, but otherwise, we'd have to probably contact a local custom designer to to do that. Mm. A custom cooling supply. That'd be my guess. Great. Also, I cast Donald Sutherland as the building. Um, so I'm going <laughs> to just hold on and uh, wrap terrific. up the podcast here. Um, Can I do my second one? <laughs> you want a second one? Well, of course I cast Cree LEDs as the lamp. <laughs> I thought about Philips for a lot of the same smart reasons. Philips smart lighting products. Are you done? Are you- the lamp would have been called Hue. H U E Hugh. I'll stop. Go ahead. <laughs> Thanks everybody for listening, coming th- uh, with us on this wonderful journey we call writing a movie. Um, be sure to rate and review us on iTunes and Apple Podcasts or whatever you're l- using to listen to this fine audio program. Um, all of our music comes from Nike Schneid, and you can catch his stuff at SoundCloud.com/slash Nike Schneid. Um, Catch us on our Twitter or Gmail as well. We'd love to talk to our fans. 
And I think that covers all of the business. For Cinema Architects, this has been Robbie. I'm Austin. And I'm Josh. Goodbye. <laughs> Wait, what about KitchenAid as Freaky Rattle off the distance? Hey, listeners, if you'd like to reach out to us, please visit us at cinemarks at gmail.com. That's cinemarks, not Karl Marx. Cinema, R-C-H-S, at gmail.com. And if you'd also like to follow us on Twitter, we are at cinemarks as well. We'll be right back.